Greetings, curious minds. You're now tuned into the further adventures of Shortwave Kitsch. New stories, vintage vibes. If you enjoy what you hear and want to support the weird and wonderful, head over to swkradio.com. There you'll discover various ways to join our community and keep the transmissions alive. But don't worry, we'll remind you about that later. For now, let's tune in. Welcome, brave listeners, with open arms and hearts full of love and laughter. Turn the lights down, sit back, and relax. We'll all share the fun, frivolity, and a few other F-words. Leave your troubles at the door and forget all of your worries. For the next hour, you have discovered shortwave kitsch. So let's start tonight like we do every night. Let us lift our voices for you in song. The music of the night drifts from the airwaves right into your ears. Purveyors of tunes and tones, take it away. My baby and me, we was walking down the street. All of a sudden, a lady pops up and looking so sweet. She said to me, you and your gal are looking too cute. What's the secret? Let me in on it. Give me a clue. I whispered to her, all you gotta do is mix things up. You take a bit of the hoodly hoo with a tad of the razzmatazz. Don't forget the wapow poo, the jingle jangle, and all that jazz. The bird leaned in, says, Is that all you gotta do? That's all I said. Listen to what I'm saying, I just told you. How you do this thing, whether it be coodly coo from the shubidi and the wahoo. Don't forget the wabadi's at a bit of a bat, just don't never scat. I told this woman that's where the music comes from. Smiled and left my gal kept walking, beating her drum. When you hear that ching chang, you know it's the thing. Doobity doo and skiddly dee. Jam bam with a side of scram. Well, be making Around every turn, there may be malevolent marauders up to no good, but they'll always be subject to those living by the code of fidelity, bravery, integrity. 
But before we visit our trustees of truth, a brief word from our sponsors. From the biggest of big tops and the most spectacular circus, it's your favorite jester and mine, Bing Bong the Clown. Hey, kids! <laughs> Do you like to have a good time? Yeah! Play around? Yeah! Love monkey business? Yeah! <laughs> cool it, Billy. Are you sorry? From the dynamic designers of the Bing Bang Boom Real Exploding TNT for Boys and the Melt My Monster Acid playset comes another fine clutterbuck collaboration. We present the exceptionally acute bouncy bayonet blade. How does it work? Hold your horses there, Billy. Sorry. Okay. okay. You should be, okay? Okay. Okay. <laughs> All right, kids. Uh, you want to see how it works? Yeah! What happens when you use a real knife? Can you slice butter? Yeah! Can you whittle wood? Yeah! Just like Grandpa, yeah! Maybe you have some rope you want to cut. Yeah! What if I told you that while your boring old parents told you to never run with scissors, now you can have a knife that's just right for playtime? Yay! <laughs> Introducing the exceptionally acute bouncy bayonet blade. You could be playing cops and robbers. The bayonet blade is the right toy for you. You see, the blade itself is retractable. <laughs> Push on the tip like this and... Okay, all right, see? Harmless as can be. Anyone can shoot at their fantastic foes, but a real man brings a knife to a gunfight. You can render any armed assailant defenseless, then pretend to pierce them into oblivion. <laughs> Couldn't be easier. Can I try? Get away, kid, you bother me. Sorry. Hey, maybe you like pretending you work where I do. The circus. Do you little ones love the circus? Yay! <laughs> Thought so. Imagine you're in the middle of three rings. On one side of this thrilling scene, your lovely assistant, played by your little sister, of course. She's strapped into a spinning wheel. An apple affixed to your head. You have no choice but to toss your stiletto through the flaming hoop of fire. You take aim, a breath, then you let loose. <laughs> the crowd goes wild. <laughs> when you open your eyes, your sister has all 20 toes and fingers along with two eyes and a nose. Can I try? Get away, kid. You bother me. Sorry. Kids, is that good enough? Yeah. Well, what if I told you there was more? <laughs> While Dr. Clutterbuck and I love a good toy, he wanted to give you more. While the bouncy bayonet blade comes unlocked, if you latch the safety in place like this, <laughs> notice the blade does not retract. It's as good as a real knife. Yay! <laughs> Sharpen your pencils or peel your pears to your heart's content. I need to try. Wait, uh, Billy? Billy, no. Billy, the safety needs to be. <clears throat> Billy, seriously. You stabbed me. I, I just wanted to play with you. I, I think you punctured my appendix. Yay! No, not yay! Definitely a booble moment. Seps is becoming a problem. I can feel myself getting colder, Billy. Billy, come here! I don't wanna. I won't hurt you! Promise? Promise? I always. Billy! I always hated you, Billy! So much! 
It's getting darker, even though there's a bright light at the end of the tunnel. And I leave you. The exceptionally acute bouncy bayonet blade, available where all fine toys are sold. Uh, Billy? Yeah? Stop poking him. Leave Bing Bong's body alone. Sorry. The exceptionally acute bouncy bayonet blade, a brand new part of Clutterbuck's kids' creations. And now we turn back to the hard-boiled case files of fidelity, bravery, integrity. When the call to protect America was made, one man answered the call. And I'm just that man. His name, Jack Finger. That's what it says in my driver's license. Once hired by J. Edgar Hoover himself, working days and nights for the FBI, Jack Finger was caught up in a web of lies, deceit, and intrigue. And webs are nothing if not sticky. Working at the right hand of Hoover, he was soon dismissed. Disgraced. Dejected. Dishonored. Discredited. Um, shamed. Not a word beginning with a D, detective. Uh, give me a break. How many can there be? Degraded and debased. Jack Finger was washed up and ended up in the city as little more than a beat cop. You already said I was a detective. But the job doesn't change the man. He was still faithful to the cause, courageous of character, and principled in his moral stance. You got that right, disembodied voice. Protecting America by beating the streets with his feet, he asked the question, who needs the FBI when you have fidelity, bravery, integrity? Tonight's case, that's a spicy a homicide. When we last left our dauntless detective, he was fighting the misfits and mafia, terrorizing the streets of the city. At this moment, he's engaged in a more personal feud with the precinct captain, a one Captain Edwin Dunkeld. You've got to be kidding me with all this. This is no joke. It's got to be. They, uh, you threw a man into traffic. He was stealing an elderly lady's purse. When did someone doing that become labeled a gentleman? That's just semantics, Finger, and you know it. That's taking out the trash. You're not a garbage man. You're just a man. I'm an agent of this great nation. You were an agent. Now you're just a guy. A guy with a gun and a badge and a gut for what's right and wrong. It's your gut that's going to get you fired or worse, killed. I was in the FBI. <laughs> that's just it. You ain't in the FBI no more. You work for me. And as long as that's the case, you're going to play by my rules. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah! What if I don't want to? Then you turn in your aforementioned badge and gun, and you hit the bricks. You like hitting things, don't you? I don't like your tone, Captain. <laughs> well, that's just it. I am the Captain. You don't have to like anything. You just have to fall in line and do as you're told. I'm not that kind of detective. You're going to need to get with the program. Ah! Really? Really? Was it really necessary to clear off my desk in such a show of toxic masculinity? There's nothing toxic about it. Fine. Yeah, it's uh, at least me. 
we were having a perfectly easygoing meeting, even if it was getting a little heated. And I'm going to try to keep things working here. But now I feel bad about it. I don't know. I was thinking about a desk reorg, but still. Should, should I uh, apologize? It's up to you. If I tell you you have to, what does it mean at that point? What's it worth? I'm sorry. Do you uh, mean it? Yes. Is that a question? Uh, no. Final answer. Good. Glad to hear it. Now that we're on better terms, I've got some news you're not going to walk. No. No! No! Just wait until you hear me out. You can't. You wouldn't. Jack. Not a... Jack follows Captain Dunkel out to the bullpen where his desk sits and a new friend awaits. A partner? I know what you're going to say. I don't work with a partner, Captain. I knew you were going to say that. I don't work with a partner ever since the incident. You can't live in the past, Jack. I don't. You do. I have to. You just said you didn't. I did. You gonna stop? I can't. Not until the day someone says, I stopped the world. Would I get off? I need you to get off the past. It's not as easy as all that. Every day is the present. Now I live in the past so history don't repeat itself. It's a bad way to live. Rot you from the inside out. From the day we're born? Aren't we all just one day closer to the grave? Pure histrionics, finger. Those who ignore histrionics are condemned to repeat it. Or didn't you learn anything in school? Did you? If you gentlemen are done, I use the term gentlemen very loosely. Jack Finger, meet Lily Schmidt. Pleasure, Finger. Are you joking? He's not a he, he's a she. <laughs> Unless the doctors were real confused at the hospital. <laughs> Schmidt here graduated at the top of her class. I've heard rumors. But I never thought someone was dumb enough to- Excuse me? No offense. All the offense taken. Shouldn't you be in some GI bar making all the boys swoon, you khaki-wacky? I never. You'll hear and see worse than that, chickadee. What, was John Jacob Jingleheimer not available? I'm not the first woman who's ever been on a police force, fathead. Captain, you can't expect her to protect the streets if she can't even keep her emotions in check. Permission? To put this loudmouth braggart down, Captain. How can we fix the city if you aren't even able to take a joke? All right, you two. We have a job to do. I need both of you to go down to the docks. Rumor has it that there's an towel running some sort of racket, putting the workers down there through the ringer. Find out who's behind it, get some answers, stop the bleeding. But either that... Well, we can see what kind of benefits you qualify for. Wouldn't be the first time you've been on the dole. Fine. But I'm driving. Fine. And I'm taking lead on the investigation. Still fine. And I'm asking all the questions. Are you? <laughs> Hilarious. Go. Yes, sir. Jack and Lily make their way to the docks. What they would find would be more than they bargained for. Lola Baldwin, Constance Cop. Those are just a couple of the women that first served as well and protected. Are we bragging now? I wasn't bragging. Just letting you know, women on the force, it's an anomaly for now. That won't always be the case. You want to talk cases? Just a homonym, Jack. John Dillinger, Babyface Nelson, Doc Barker, got them all. Machine Gun Kelly, we put the rap on him. Sang, sang like a bird. <laughs> 
That's some list. Clyde and Bonnie. Wasn't it Bonnie and Clyde? Ladies don't always come first. Just ask my ex-wife. Really? Really. She was always complaining. What about my wants? My needs, she'd cry. Yeah, well, that's, that's what you get when you marry a G-man. Lots of broken dates and broken dreams. The job. That's what comes first. I don't care what your little tea club says, Nancy. Nancy? My ex. She got the boys, the house, and the cat. I'll never forget you, Sniffles. One of the nicknames for a kid? The cat. A Siamese. He was one of two at birth, but the other twin died. Survival of the fittest, I suppose. Sniffle was my favorite. We're here. Time to go to work. Jack and Lily quietly sneak inside the warehouse. A group of men is milling about, storing large boxes this way and that. A figure shrouded in shadow stands in the middle of the room, conducting the proceedings. Jack pulls his gun in preparation for their raid. What are you doing? Getting ready. The gun? Yeah. Little much, don't you think? You think we're gonna just walk in, waving our finger, and they'll surrender? Good point, but we should bring backup. Backup? You're here. That's all the backup I need. That was almost nice. <laughs> Not what I mean, though. We should... Before Lily can mutter another word, Jack charges in and shouts... Everybody! Drop what you're doing and freeze! As expected, everyone drops what they're doing and flees. <laughs> they scatter this way and that, including the shadowy figure. Two larger-than-life Italian thugs rush toward Jack. Jack, watch out! <laughs> Jack fights off both of the men, but not before they knock the gun from his hand. They'll scramble to regain their footing. One of them pulls a gun while the first is distracting Jack. Stupid American. Eat fist, punk. He lays out the first attacker on the floor, unconscious. The second assailant takes aim and... Jack checks himself for any new holes. Um, um, all right. He spins around only to find the Italian on the ground. Lily stands feet away, a smoking gun in her hand. You! I shot him! You did! I did! You did! Great work! Great work! He's dead! Yeah, and if you hadn't shot him, that would have been me. I've never shot anyone in my life! Then as, as of right now, you're 100% as far as accuracy. Congrats! This is terrible! Why don't I take that gun from you? You know, for safekeeping. No, no, You're not, no. not letting go of the gun anytime soon, are you? No, it's mine. Stop Real it. good grip, though. Of course. Oh. Don't want to drop it, I suppose. No. You know what? Why don't you just hold on to it for now? But let's keep it pointing at the ground and not at me. Good? Is he... Dead? Yes. Definitely. How do you know? How? Well, when he walked in, his head was all in one piece. Now it's over there and, and there. And I got a little on my shoe. Oh, this is awful. If you mean an awfully good time, then yes, it has been that. Oh! 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 oh. He's starting to wake up. Man, I shot? Not quite. The other one. I'll slap these on. Now, we'll need to search the area. 
Make sure there aren't any other doers of evil around here. Evil doers? Semantics, but sure. After a few minutes of hunting around, Lily finds a younger woman tied up in a corner. Sono il cattivo, ma non lo ancora. I, I don't, uh, do you speak English? English? English, yes. Please help me. Well, 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 what do we have here? She was tied up. Oh, look scared. We're here to help you, lady. Anyone else? Uh, just you, me, this gorgeous gal, and Rudolph Valentino over there. Mm. He told you his name? Uh, not yet. <laughs> you don't get out the pictures much, do you? Dating isn't much of a thing when you're training day and night and not choking on machismo. Speaking of choking, let's get these two back to the station. See if I can't strangle him until some answers pop out. Violence isn't always the solution, you know. Says the lady who painted the wall with Bruno's brains. Let's scram, kid. Back at the precinct, the captain wants some answers. I want some answers. <laughs> well, that's what we're here to get, Captain. All we got now is a woman scared out of her wits. She seems nice enough. I suspect who isn't singing. He will. Trust me. A body sans head. I said I'm sorry! <laughs> Tell that to the mama back home on the boot. The boot? Italy. Oh. I think they called him Madre there, Captain. Now you're an expert in the Romance languages? You're gonna pick up an odd word when surveilling Al Capone. I thought he spoke English. He did. And Spanish. That too. And German. Yes, yes. We all know about the linguistic gymnastics of Al Capone. Congrats. What I'm saying is... That you understand some Italian? Right. Thank you. Now that that's settled, can we get started with the interrogation? I'm not sure you're the right man for the job. Well, unless Lily here had an operation in the last couple of hours, I'm the only man for the job. Hey! Just stating the facts. Still hurtful. Fine, you're in. But one wrong move, and I'm pulling you out of there. Stick, you're right back on the beat. You got it, Captain. Jack enters the room with his former attacker. His mission? Get to the bottom of everything. You ready to talk? <laughs> Something funny, or you're just scared? No, no, poro di nature, Jake. Jake, real funny. That's not me. I'm not the fuzz or the alphabet. A beats man, a boy in blue, or a bobby. I'm not a copper, a cozier, or a pig. Not even John Q. Law. Name's Jack. Jack Finger. And right now, I could be your best friend or your biggest enemy. So che non sao precoce sto dicendo. Penso che tu sia stupido e brutto grassone. Enemies it is. Ow! Seriously? You just jammed my head into the table. That really hurt. Must have helped jog your memory. Jingled and jangled something in that big old head of yours, Paisano. Because English just became your first language for the second time. That's a little confusing. What's well, about to get a whole lot more confusing up in here? What? Don't play dumb with me, Guido. I'm not playing. I'm seriously befuddled. Befuddled? Now who's being coy? You got me, Jack. How do you know my name? Your name? Jack. Now you're being cruel. That's my name. Cruel? I could see if it was your middle name. Francis. 
Excuse me. My middle name. Francis. Guido. That's my name. Your name is Francis. <laughs> Guido. Now listen here, buddy. Get out of my face, Jack. So you do know my first name? No, just that your middle name is Francis. And you are? Guido. Back to being a problem, I see. <laughs> I got an idea. Why don't we introduce ourselves as if we were meeting for the first time? But the first time we met, you tried to kill me. That notwithstanding, let's pretend. Completely ignoring the fight? I'm handcuffed after all. Hard to do, but I'll try. Like we're at a dinner party? Um, sure. Sounds like a plan. I'll start, because I'm the lawman. Whenever you're ready. <clears throat> Hello, sir. I was over on the other side of the room, and I noticed your jacket. Wherever did you get it? This old thing? Why, it was a gift from my mother for Christmas a few years ago. Any idea where she got it? I would love to commission one from the designer. I believe it was from a, a friend of the family. A ghostie, perhaps. Could he be found in Little Italy? I believe so, yes. Excellent. Thank you so much for your time. Of course. Oh, before I forget, my name's Jack. Jack Finger. Pleasure, Mr. Finger. My name's Bianchi. Guido Bianchi. See? You've ruined it. Ruined it? How? Guido. You expect me to believe your name is Guido? Why not? It's my name. An Italian name Guido? That's just a stereotype. Those stereotypes have to come from somewhere, yeah? Well, Guido, I like to think that the world has a little more progressive than that. Says the detective, Finger. The time for games is over. You're the boss of this crime syndicate. That's not true. Admit it, man. I can't confess to something I didn't do. You're telling me you're not the man at the top? You've got the wrong Gina, man. Interesting. Jack leaves the room to regroup with Schmidt and the captain. You've got to stop walloping people. I'll stop being up on the bad guys as soon as they stop being bad. That is not an incentive. Now, if you'll excuse me, I got to see a woman about a something. A horse? That's the original saying. The idiom. Sorry? You just used an idiom, a phrase that can't be defined by any of the words in the actual phrase. Uh, if you say so. Get in there. Solve this case. Bite the bullet! Now who's being an idiom? Crouched in a corner and shivering, Angelina is found by Jack. He pulls her to her feet so she can sip the water he's brought her. You holding up okay? Uh. I am fine. Yes, I'm sure you are. They hurt me. Well, you're still here. That's all that matters. Yes. Did they really hurt you? They tried. Not successful? No, thankfully. Guido was a talker. Guido? Your captor. The guy who was holding you hostage. Oh, I didn't check his ID. Good thing. His picture on there is really bad. Awful even. I don't really speak Italian. It's a beautiful language. It is. It really is. I do know a few words, though, and your friend in there... A friend? ...told me that I had the wrong Gina, not Gino. Funny he didn't use a feminine noun, ain't it? I don't see what you're getting at. Same as mafiosa versus mafioso. Wait. You faked everything. You're pulling the strings. No. 
You you ran as soon as you heard me charge in. But... You hid, and instead of waiting until we left, you chose to try and fool us. Pretend to be the victim. Tell me I'm wrong! You're wrong! Tell me I'm wrong! You're wrong! Am I wrong? No, no, you're not wrong! Damn your incessant, emphatic yelling! Angelina lunges at Jack, her fingernails extended, ready to scratch out his eyes. I'll kill you! Lily Schmidt and Captain Dunkel rush in to prevent Angelina from harming Jack. Non ho porra di niente, Barney. Really funny. Joke's on you. I only barely understand Italian. Mark my words. You'll regret this day. You'll regret it or my name isn't Angelina de Luca Papa Sergio. I work for the long arm of the law. And on every arm, you know what you're gonna find? Fingers, just like me, Jack Finger. That wasn't the clearest thing you've said today. Yeah, didn't feel great. Great work, Finger. All in a day's work. So what now? Back it on the streets? Nope. I'm going home to take a well-deserved nap. Well, you tell me when you're ready. I'm excited. Need to burn off some of this energy. That's because you're young. But me? Well, I'm getting too old for this, Schmidt. Where evil lurks and ne'er-do-wells practice their wickedness, Jack Finger will always be there to slap on the cuffs. But as for tonight's story... Case closed. Boys and girls, ladies and gentlemen, this brings us to the end of our broadcast day. But we can't leave you without a song. It's so hard to say goodbye We just all smile and sigh So we all sing Until next time And so for now we say Until next time We love you Until next time We'll be waiting here on the dial just for you Good night Shortwave Kitsch is a Hat on a Hat production produced with love and curiosity by Kristen Granite, Maddie Casto-Kobler, Brooke Rash, and Brandon L. Joyner. You can catch our broadcasts on popular platforms like Apple, Spotify, or wherever else you find your podcasts. And as we close this chapter, we invite you to stay connected. Maybe you want to see us perform live. We hope that you'll even consider supporting us. Find out how to do this and so much more at swkradio.com. There, you can dig into bonus content, engage in lively discussions, and discover how you can play an active role in shaping the content that you love. For those looking to dive even deeper, check out our Patreon for exclusive behind-the-scenes access and perks. And of course, a heartfelt thank you to our listeners. You make all this possible. Subscribe, support, and stay tuned for more tales from Shortwave Kitsch. Until next time, take care.